have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello and welcome to the show. Right, tonight we are joined by Natalie, a listener who had some very spooky experiences. Again, if you've had any strange experiences in your life, seen something strange in the sky or in the woods or a ghost, and you want to share it on the show, contact us at supernaturalpod at gmail.com. You can either come on in person or write it down. Either way, we look forward to your stories. Right, here's Natalie talking about the strange house she grew up in. So, I mean, it was in, well, it is in the Doomsday Book, um, something I've, you know, I've not researched myself, but I've been told by, you know, the owners and everything. Um, And it's just a really old-fashioned sort of traditional double-fronted English heritage property. I think it's grade one listed. Um, And it's, we actually, we moved in, um, I think I was about, I lived there from when I was about eight to about 12 or 13. Um, and it was, it was called Newton Hall and it was the, it was built, um, must've been maybe the 1600s and, um, there's an equestrian center, you know, like a horse riding place, um, that's built onto it, which is named after the house. So like we had horses and then we had a pony at the time and kept her there and my mum sort of worked there and we didn't have very much money. So um, the lady who owned the, the whole place said, well, you know, my mum's ill, she's in a hospice. So if you want to move into the house, pay me like just a little bit of rent. Um, you know, you can have it until she's, you know, until she passes away and we'll have to sell the house. And um, so, yeah, we were in it a good few years. But I remember the first time I went into it and, um, you know, I was only a young girl, but I was just, it was just beautiful. I mean, falling apart, there's cracks everywhere, wonky floors, um, taxidermy all over the walls. Um, there was a big pantry which is like bigger than my living room now like it was massive um full of food dated from before the war I mean I think she was a bit of a hoarder um and there was a room at the back which my dad had his uh, dad had had it as his uh, music studio and when we opened the, the door it was just full of um like wool just floored ceiling just like there was just stuff everywhere um and there was a big gallery landing. So, you know, you could look down and see the hallway. Um, and there was a third floor, which wasn't accessible because the staircase was falling down. Um, so we never really went up there. My dad sort of got a ladder and poked his head up one day. And I think there was furniture and, and things. Um, but yeah, just really old, oldie worldy. Um, and we loved it. It was great as kids, but yeah, really spooky. So Yeah, so it was three floors. Um, there was no basement, like nothing underground. Um, but yeah, the third floor was just abandoned because the staircase was just crumbling. So, um, but yeah, my dad put his head up there one day. I think he got on a ladder and had a look around and he said there was lots of furniture um, and and he like dresses with things on them, you know, like furnished. Um, but, but we never went, we never really ventured up there. It's quite dangerous. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was gorgeous, gorgeous house. It must have been quite freaky though for... Um... 
like an an old for a young child. I mean, you, what you're saying, you were sort of around. It, how old yeah. was you? So I think I, I was eight when we moved in. Um, but the thing is, we'd always lived in old properties, really, because my mum has a thing for period properties. Um, so it, it wasn't sort of unusual for me. And I loved it. And I still to this day, I love um, old buildings and period properties, my favourite. But it was really spooky. And me and my sister, you know, obviously it was massive. We had our own bedrooms, but we always sort of slept together and stuff because we were just so freaked out <laughs> all the time. Um but yeah, stunning, stunning place. Yeah, I must admit. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was no central heating, um, just open fires. So you know, oh, really hard to heat. Um, but but so cold all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, we loved it, and no double glazing, nothing like that. You know, the old windows with the lead in them. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, where where was the property? Just so people. Could, um. Know. So it's in. It was in County Suffolk um, in England, and it was a place called Swilland. Right. So yeah, for, really remote. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, obviously Suffolk is the east side of England, and it's sort of just above the mouth of the Thames, a little bit further up, just above Essex, for those of you who don't know. If you want to Google it, it's that's better, where it is. It's better than Essex. It's a lot better than Essex. <laughs> it's not difficult, though, is it? No, Must be honest. conversation of the night. We did, yeah. So do you want to... Lead us into the, the first thing that sort of happened, and then, and then go um, yeah. From there. So I mean, there were several things, and I can't quite remember the order to be honest. Um, so I'll start with probably the biggest one, which um, so it was. We have like all our family gets together on Christmas, so it's Christmas Eve, and my oldest sister Karina, who must have been probably about twenty at the time. Um, she was upstairs and we were all downstairs and I think my dad was doing the dishes and we were all in the living room trying to keep warm. And um, she came running down the stairs screaming. And I mean, she was crying. She's petrified. And, and she goes, there's, there's a man upstairs. So my dad instantly thought like there was an intruder, obviously. And he, he was sort of ready to grab something to, you know, and um, she was like, no, 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 I'm going to sound mad. It wasn't a real man. It was, um, it, and then she explained it. And basically we had this long corridor um, and there was three rooms down it. So there was like a laundry room, like just shelves and we kept washing in. And there was a bathroom. And then at the very end was just a toilet on its own. She was walking to the toilet. She said, and, and I saw this, I'm getting goosebumps telling it. She said, I saw this man walking towards me. She said, and initially it just came so naturally to me because it's a narrow corridor. I moved to the side as if to say like, oh, you know, to let him by. And then I realized, oh my God, like, who's that man? She said he was sort of, sort of like translucent um and she described him in detail she said he was wearing a tweed suit he had a flat cap um he didn't really look at me he was just like you know set on where he was going um she said and I just turned around and he just vanished she took a few steps and he just vanished and and she was really really shaken up and we were all like oh my goodness um you know so um me and my dad <laughs> went upstairs to investigate everyone else stayed downstairs and I was like hiding behind my dad and we couldn't nothing you know there's nothing out of of the ordinary um or anything like that but we we were all just really freaked out because we knew she you know we hadn't had any drinks at this point and she just wouldn't make it up and she was crying I mean um so we were like oh my god you know what's going on and we were all going to the toilet in pairs all night because we didn't (laughs) want to walk down this corridor on our own so anyway um comes to the next morning and um no sorry missed a big part of the story out like I said before the the family who owned this property they they had left loads of stuff there there was stuff everywhere and they had loads of um 
boxes of you know photos and my mum said oh she said it's, it's a real long shot but um just look through these pictures because you know this this house has been in this family for like I don't know 100 years or something um so just just have a look through these and as she was looking through she she said I can't believe it she said that's that's the manner I've just seen and it was like a waist up portrait of this man in a tweed suit um just as she described him like sort of grayish hair bit of, bit of a beard flat cap she said and that's what he was wearing and that she was you know burst into tears again it was all quite emotional so then it came around to the next morning and the owner of the property so she also owned the yard where we kept the horse um and we were friendly with her and she always bought us you know presents and stuff um and she just came around to say hello give us some gifts and she looked a bit sort of just upset and my mum said you okay Rosie and she said yeah um we just had you know not the best Christmas my aunt passed away um last last night um you know it's very sad and um so my mum thought I wonder if this is you know any sort of connection um she's very old-fashioned lady so mum didn't want to jump into saying what happened in case she you know took it badly um so she got talking to her and it turned out to be her father's sister the auntie so it's on her father's side and um and yeah so my mum ended up telling her what happened um and showed her the photo and she said well that's my father um and she was she was really just fascinated to be honest she took it really well um and my sister saw him about eight o'clock and that's when her aunt had passed away um so that was really really strange I mean it was but it wasn't you know it was nothing nasty um it was obviously we came to the conclusion it was just him you know coming to I don't I don't yeah yeah um so but yeah it did it did freak us all out um but that was that was one of the the first things that that happened um and yeah, I don't think my sister liked coming to stay after that. <laughs> How old was your sister at the time? I think she was, yeah, she must have been 20 at the time. Wow. Um, so yeah, because I remember she had my niece, her daughter at the time. So she, yeah, she would have been, yeah. So it's, it's not obviously, it's a bit more, I was fine with uh, these types of stories. They hit home a little bit more when it's an adult. I always find, um, yeah. you know, we with children, obviously I've got three young kids and I mean, my kids get scared at, creaks on the stairs and things like that do you know what i mean but when it's an adult oh, yeah. it sort of it does hit Definitely. home a little bit more yeah and like like i say she was really shaken up um really shaken up by it and she talks about it to this day and she's you know she said it was just the strangest thing i i just my instant reaction was oh there's a person now i'll you know give them some room to get past me and then i thought that's not that shouldn't have happened um so yeah yeah it was mm. crazy um and, and I mean, there there were other things. So this was, so there was always a feel in the house. Now I, I've never seen anything, and I get quite annoyed about that because I'd like to, um, not in my own house, <laughs> yeah. but I yeah. sort of just I get these feelings, or I'll you know I'll, I'll just get feelings, or I'll um, hear things. But you know, um, so, but I always just got this feeling that there was something not very nice in the house. Um, and I, and I didn't, I, it just really freaked me out. And my mum is she's pretty much fearless to things like this. You know, she's nothing freaks her out. And my dad was working nights and she came home one evening and she went and I think it was winter. So it was, it was quite dark and it was quite cold. Um, and she went into, but bearing in mind, there's no heating and there was no fire on because she just got home. And she went upstairs to go into her bedroom. She said she opened the door and there was this, she, she said all I can describe it as is like a black mass in the middle of the room like a swarm 
but it wasn't smoke and it was it was very clear and defined and it was floating between the floor and the ceiling above my bed she said and as I opened the door it was like I'd walked off an airplane into like a abroad she said the heat that hit me and I just knew that was evil she said and I slammed the door and I ran downstairs and she actually sat on the front step outside the house with um the dog waiting for my dad to get home she was petrified and she never really thought about it again she sort of she didn't she didn't tell me till years later and it wasn't long ago I was home and I was speaking to her about it and I was like oh well just google this because you know I've, I've sort of heard about things like this and everything and I and I mean I'm sure you have your own theories on it and she to this day doesn't know what it is but um whatever I read on Google said something along the lines of um like a black mass that can be you know levitating in the middle of the room often associated with a warm temperature is like a sign of a demon and as soon as I read that she was just like stop and I'm freaked out I can't listen to that that's horrible um so yeah I mean god knows but it was um it wasn't nice no I can imagine and I mean you know I when you said the warm temperature, that's where my my mind went straight away was to obviously something a little bit more evil than yeah. you know, you, you do get there is that that feeling of a temperature change when there are spirits around and things like that. There is that's quite a common conception, but most people will always go with oh it was cold or there was freezing and you know, they don't really tend to think of the other no the other a, spectrum. A raising temperature. Yeah. It's normally yeah. But I mean, I've had the, that exact thing happen to me. I mean, identical. Well, more or less. Really? Well, I didn't open a door. It came from a picture in the wall. But see, I've never the like I said, my only, only ever had one encounter with something like that, and and I, you know, I got that that cold sensation. Mm. Um, but I mean, there is that that quite common knowledge that with with the warmer <laughs> sensation, it is something a lot more sinister than. You know, yeah. whereas, you know, obviously with the story of your, of your sister seeing that that man, like there didn't seem to be any malice in that. He was just going about his. No, not his, at all. You know, um, and a lot of a lot of encounters tend to be very, you know, friendly almost. There doesn't seem to be much malice in it. But well, yeah, when you the darker side to it, I think we put a lot of emotion on it, though, don't we? I think we put a lot of emotion on it ourselves with the, yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's something like, it's not normal, it's, it's unnatural, isn't it? Mm. But I mean, it, or, you know you know what I mean? It's it's probably a natural occurrence, but we don't see it that often. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so obviously it, straight away we're like, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Was this all in one house as well? Like the, all this, of this, this happened is, in the same? This all happened and it's all relating to this property, yeah. So what about um, what about your, your dad and you, you? You did I mean did he see things? Because normally dads are a bit more stoic. Um, no. So my dad is actually he's so interested, even more so than my mum in you know the paranormal and stuff. Um, and he's a bit like me. He's like, oh, I never, you know, I never see things, and but I get that feeling, and you know, I, sort of weird things happen, but I never see things. Whereas my mum just sees things just you know all the time I remember she told me about this time they went to view a house before I was born and she said there was this lady at the top of the stairs with black eyes just looking at her just and she said I just knew that woman didn't want me to have this house but she said I assumed everyone had seen her I thought it was a human and then when I asked um you know your dad he was like Jackie there was nobody in that entire house that that was just me you and the person showing us around 
Um, and, mm. you know, so things like that happen. But but my dad's, you know, so interested in it, but nothing really happened to him there, apart from one thing that all of us witnessed or heard. Um, so like I say, me and my sister used to sometimes sleep in the same room. And we were in my room, which was right next to my mum and dad's room. And it must have been like a Sunday morning. We were having a lie-in anyway. And we were woken up by this. Um, so, you know, I said on the third floor that it was just abandoned. It sounded just like, obviously, it was wooden floorboards. It sounded like somebody dragging furniture across the floor above us. It was that loud. So we instantly thought, oh, God, mum and dad are, you know, they're, up, they're upstairs. And what, what are they doing? How have they got up there? And we listened for a few minutes. And then we walked into my mum and dad's room and they were in bed, like sitting up having a cup of tea in bed. And they were like, can you hear that? And we sat there together and it must have gone on for 20 minutes. And you'd hear something drop and bounce or roll along the floor. And we were like, and my dad was trying to play it down because I, I was petrified. He was like, oh, it'll just be the rats, you know, because there's rats and, you know, and the walls and stuff. It was that old and run down. Um, and my mum's like, that's that's not, no, that's that's not rats. But it was... Yeah, it was just, I mean, I can't think of an explanation for that. The noise was so loud. Mm. I don't I don't know. I can't even think. I mean, something as loud as furniture moving around is... It was that loud, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, I mean, there, yeah. Is, there is no... You, you know, don't you? If it's furniture moving around, it's furniture moving around. I yeah. mean, yeah. a, a breeze I mean, can, can do so much, or a, a rat can do so much, but yeah. But again, mm. you know, in your dad's situation there, I mean what's his options he's got he's got to try and play it down he don't really want to get out of bed and go and have a look does he no <laughs> no I fucking wouldn't yeah <laughs> so yeah I mean we were we were fascinated like but it, it, it's scary um and even in the daytime so in the summer holidays and stuff I'd be at the stables you know with my friends and my parents would be out at work or whatever and I'd take a friend with me to go home and get my lunch and make them hold the front door open. And I'd run to the kitchen at the back of the house in broad daylight and run back out with my lunch and nobody would want to come in with me. And it was just, it was really, really scary, you know. Um, and I remember when we went to look around it, my bedroom, um, it, what, what the bedroom that became mine was, um, there was a, a crow or a raven, like that sort of bird just flying around the room. And there was no open window. There was no chimney breasts in that room. And I remember my dad caught it and let it out. And we were like, you know, um, and there had been a death in that room. There'd been the lady died of MS, I believe. Um, and uh, yeah, I had I had one strange experience, but I so it was one of those where I'm like, oh, did I imagine it? Because um, I was. When I was a kid, my dad always used to come in before I went to bed and just, you know, check on me like parents do. And my dad would always sort of just, you know, touch my head. Um, and he has like rough, you know, working hands. And this one night I felt this light, like cold touch, like a woman's touch, which I opened my eyes to it because I thought, that's weird. That's not my dad. And my mum doesn't check on me because she goes to bed at the same time as me. And so I opened my eyes and there was nobody there. And um, I just sort of hid under my duvet and went back to sleep. But um, yeah, that stuck with me because I, I thought, well, maybe I was dreaming, but you know, I'm sure I wasn't. But it's one of them strange ones. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know the worst bit is that I'm sitting here thinking, this sounds like a really good movie. Yeah. But it does. Do you know what I mean? It's it's got that just just all centered yeah. around one house and and you know. American, obviously, like so, obviously, a lot of our listeners are American, and 
you tend to find with with Americans, they tend to see these old buildings and, you know, they look at properties that are in America that are sort of, you know, old building in America is 100 years old. I mean, you're talking about a property that may be 600 years old and the lands have probably been there prior to that. I mean, if it's in the Doomsday Book, you're talking that was... It was probably Ooh, I Google, but it's around the 1400s. Yeah. Um, and then the land would Oh, really? Have, that early? I thought, yeah, wow. Yeah. The land prior to that would have been, yeah, there would have been as far back as... Chances there, there was some sort of homestead there before mm, that was built. So yeah. you mm. could be going back. Thousands. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so like I say, I haven't looked it up, but I do remember my dad telling me, um, and the owner said it was in the Doomsday Book, and my dad looked it up. And he said before the house was there, which in its own right is very old, there were multiple, you know, a few cottages or multiple properties. Um, but th- there's been a dwelling there for, for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I, I also, my sister saw something, my middle sister. Um, she, so I think I mentioned my dad had a studio, um, you know, he's a musician. And um, there was an armchair in there. And she walked in one day and saw a woman she's wearing a blue dress um but like an an old-fashioned attire um and she said she was stood in the armchair so she could see her body and then when it got to her knees she was stood like in the armchair um so she couldn't see her legs so so it was almost like it was like a like a replay where the the armchair wouldn't have been there when she was there yeah 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 Yeah. so um yeah but but um it, yeah, it was a very, very beautiful, very odd place <laughs> with lots of activity. Yeah, and I, I've just checked, and my history is well out of date because um, I'm thinking of the Magna Carta, the 1400s. Uh, the Doomsday Book was 1086, William the Conqueror. So it's oh, really? it is nearly a thousand years old. So the the I mean, it probably wasn't the same building, but like Lee said, uh, you know, a farmstead yeah. or the the property would have been around for for a very long time and and Suffolk is is rich in in history um it was the the only county really that was in open rebellion to the crown in the English civil war things like that it was the it, it the, the history in that shut up you the, <laughs> the history in that town is 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 amazing <laughs> in that county so um it's it's very when you're looking at a property that old just the amount of people that could have lived there. Do you know what I mean? You obviously in this instance, you've obviously seen someone who would have recently been in the property with the the man walking through. But mm. you know, just to think of the amount of spirits that could actually mm. be there. Do you know what I mean? If you're talking well, about a property about that's energy, yeah. a thousand years old, just the massive amount, and and you know, it could even be older than that because. That was the survey done in 1086. You know, the property could have been there for a, mm. a long time before that. Nothing was ever recorded before then. So, yeah, that's yeah, quite amazing to to think. But did obviously with these sort of experiences, I'm assuming you didn't stay there for 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 you know your entire childhood. Um, no, but that wasn't the reason. I think we probably would have done. Oh, um, I think it would have been my um, reason. Yeah, the poor landlady, her mother passed away, so they put the house on the market, and that's sort of when we moved out. Oh wow! Um, but but yeah, and and I think um, I sent you a picture. I don't know if you've if you've got it, but there's a tree in the picture outside of it, and 
I can't think of the exact type of tree it is. It's this um, the type that gets. Is it, is it pine tree? It's going to have a look now. And um, that tree was protected, and that so the dining room, the room that was right next to the tree, mm-hmm. to the right of the house. Um, you could see there was the roots oh, were coming up through. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the roots were coming through the floor, so there was lumps where the you could actually, when you walked on the floor, you could just, the roots were, you know, there right under the car- carpet. It was like pushing the hole, and um, so it was making the property sort of subside yeah. in a way. So I think they had permission when they sold it to get that tree. Um, I don't know if they got it removed or sort of cut some of the roots cut out back. and blocked them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say the tree's pretty old as well. Mm. Do you mean? Did, did oh, you yeah. know any? Um anything that happened after you moved out you know have you kept in touch with the property or or anything like that so we went back occasionally to the you know the the equestrian center for competitions and things and we always caught up with with the lovely lady that owned the place um and she sold it so when we first went to visit her she said um she'd sold it and my mum asked you know do you think they'll mind if we go and have a chat and everything um and she said, yeah, whatever you do, just don't mention the things that happened in there because the wife is absolutely petrified. Um, so my mum didn't. Um, but she looked around and they'd actually, I don't know how many changes they made because obviously with it being listed, but they managed to move the staircase. Um, and and it just, the place looked gorgeous. They'd done loads of work to it. Um, but they moved out, they sold it. And I, I don't think anybody really knows why. Maybe they just did it up and wanted to sell it or if that if you know there was a reason um and then when it resold um we went back you know we were there one day and we we asked again oh you know how's the house and everything and um she said well um I think you know the new owners are you know they love it but um they've actually they've they've had to have an exorcism because things got quite bad um and she would she didn't really elaborate on that and my mum didn't want to sort of dig too much because she didn't look like she really wanted to discuss it um and I do believe it failed and they had another one and I don't know what the result of that was and I haven't been back since you tend to find um um, renovation uh tends to stir up a lot of uh you know dormant energy if you like so you'll people knock a wall out or something like that then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose Um, yeah yeah Literally. So maybe you know them renovating the place to do it up. You know they just add something going on. a bit more. Yeah, but I mean in England you are supposed to declare if your house is haunted. Oh really? Mm. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. You can. You I can didn't know that. Lose your thing if you don't like and all that. But that's... then that's that's almost admitting. I mean, the, I can't imagine our government would uh, admit They're things like that even existed. existed. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. That's quite wow. cool. I mean, again with with. With exorcisms, I mean, I always find them very topical, but I, th- I find them very strange because if you're not religious, then would it even work? It don't matter. It's about it's about energy. It's about like you know, like if you've got a ghost in your house and and they're bugging you, and you just say like, just leave me alone today. You know, I've had enough. That on it, and they'll go away. Yeah, you know, for a period of time, and then they might come back. But it's all about it's all about energy. Mm. you know and same with the exorcism it's the same thing it's not really it's not really relevant you know if it's a crucifix if it's beads if it's salt if it's it's just the energy it's the 
the the energy of actually you putting a, a down a barrier, you know, between you and them. Obviously, if you've got one that's not not very happy, it's never happened to me. To be fair, every time I've always gone in somewhere or my house or whatever, and I've said, you know, just leave me alone for a period, not forever necessarily, because I don't know. I mean, they might have more right to the place than me, but yeah. um, just for a period of time, you know, just leave me alone. Like when I'm trying to get to sleep, yeah, and there's bottles flying around the room or cables being pulled, or and I'm like, just not tonight, you know what I mean? And it stops. Yeah. But then it might come back with a bit of endurance a few days later, but but it stops for that period, and and I, th- I think it's more about the it's more about the emphasis you're putting on something rather than who's doing it. The religious side yeah, yeah. to it, yeah. Generally speaking, because you could be talking about people if you're going back, you know, like um, thousands of years, and you've got a spirit that's a thousand year old, it ain't necessarily going to know about this or that. Mm. You know, might not even speak English. Yeah, that's a fair point. Depending where you are, you've got to wait. I mean. I just remember being quite shocked because obviously I sort of thought that was, I've seen it in films and stuff. And I was like, my God, an exorcism. I didn't, I've never heard of it being done. So I thought, how bad must things have got? Because, you know, we were petrified, but we were nowhere near, you know, doing that. Um, So, I mean. That's what I say about the renovation though. I mean, they could have really stirred dormant things up. They could have just been wusses. You know, your you as a family could have just been a lot more yeah, open to it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, like if you go in there, I mean that that, I mean the the man walking down the hallway. I mean that that's enough to freak most people out. But that black energy, that to me, would have been the point where I'd have gone right. That's it. I'm out. Gone. And mm. obviously, you as a family, sort of. All right, you didn't really talk about it very much. I mean, she said your mom didn't really talk about it that much, but. That would have been for you to actually just go, okay, well, that's happened. Let's move on. You know, mm. maybe you dealt with it, and maybe you know the the next family saw the same thing and and absolutely crapped their pants and went right. That's it. We're calling someone in. You know, and it it I suppose it's how people deal with it. And yeah, as as anything, yeah. I mean, this might sound completely out there, but has anything like attached itself to you or anyone who moved? lived in that house so you tend to find that people have these experiences in a property and and these entities can sort of Pretty manifest right, yeah but it does happen you know or, or, or yeah. has it sort of all stopped um no it, it sort of just stopped really um when we moved out i mean we uh, we ended up moving into another property from there which was a two up two down so massive difference in size and mm. that in its itself was a bit um strange um but I don't think it was anything that you know followed us as such um but my sister just remembers in that house seeing a like a maid in in our room every night and she'd always because we had to share a room and she had the bottom bunk and she'd always wake up in mine and she said she'd see the bottom of this woman going past um and that really freaked her out and then my dad always used to bring my mum a cup of tea in the morning um and she felt this weight on the end of the bed in the morning. So she opened her eyes to sit up thinking it was my dad with her tea. And it was this woman that my sister described. Um, but I think that was attached to that property. I think it was a separate thing. Um, that made me hair stand it, up. That, it, huh? that, that just that made my hair stand yeah. up. That. So the ghost, the maid that brought a cup of tea to your, to your dad? No. Huh? No, no. 
No, she, her dad <laughs> oh. would normally bring a cup of tea. Oh, and the main. So she assumed that the person sat on the end of the bed was the, the, her husband, but it obviously yeah. wasn't the maid. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard stories like that before, where the, the, you feel the bed move mm. and you feel that there's someone on the bed. That yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's but that's yeah. That just made me hair stand up. That that was uh, yeah. But it seems to be my my mum seems to be, and you know she doesn't go looking for it, but she just must be really open to that kind of thing because, like I say, I've never seen anything, even in Newton Hall. I mean, I would have been petrified if what my mum and my sister saw. I think I'd have made them move out myself because yeah. I couldn't have. Honestly, I'd love to see something like that, but just not in my own home because I couldn't sleep yeah. at night. Um, but yeah, it was it was. It was a fantastic place, but very, very scary. Mm. Um, and yeah, just, and I mean, there was lots of other times when there was just weird noises and, th- you know, and doors would open and I'd be like, oh, it's the wind and just weird things like that, really, um, which I put, I always rationalised them. Um, we do. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. But I mean, looking back, it was, yeah, it was strange. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, isn't it, that... It, it seems to be more your mum and your sister that seem to get the things going on and then you and your dad are sort of left out. It, it does seem to yeah. be some sort of like, I don't know. It, you, I mean, you could say genetics, but then you'd think you would all, obviously not your dad, but you you know, the two girls would. So yeah. it's they pick something, and choose, don't they? something going on. Because you're not exactly, it's not like you're not open minded to it, is it? It's not like, oh no, you know, you're closed off and then she's not. It's, yeah, you both got the same, but one of your seeds. I mean, maybe it would just petrify me and I'd die on the spot. Maybe there's a reason for it. It (laughs) Maybe I'm not made to see that kind of thing, (laughs) right? But yeah, it's um, yeah, that's it. You could have been the lucky one that didn't (laughs) see it, you know, yeah. But like you said, you know, that 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 incident that you had in, in the bed where you felt a hand on on your head. I mean, that, that to me, that's, that's a pretty, yeah. You know, so you, you did have certain things. I mean, that could have been something as simple as, you know, you not opening your eyes at the exact time and maybe a couple of seconds after and it had gone, or, you know, if you'd have opened your eyes just before that had happened and what, what would you have seen that? Do you know what I mean? That sort of, yeah. A thought of, you know, it's, it's, you obviously had some form of experience there. And again, that, that hearing the, hearing the furniture being moved around and, you know, when you were saying that you, your mum and dad went to have a look at another property and she saw something that he didn't, that again, you know, you have to have these things where people yeah. hear things that other people don't hear. So the fact that you all heard the same thing again was a, it's a bit, yeah. it's a bit weird. Do you know what I mean? It's a definitely quite yeah. an, uh, and an old lady at the top of the stairs with uh, black eyes is definitely an omen not to buy an house. Bloody yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a really strange one because obviously that wasn't in Newton Hall. It was a, a different property, which in Liverpool actually. Um, but but it it was strange because my mum said it was winter and this woman was in shorts and you know summer wear, and she said, but she she looked just like a human, completely normal. And um, the man showing the man was actually the owner so so my mum asked at the end she said oh is it just you and your wife here and he said oh no um, it's empty you know my wife's passed away but mum was so convinced that she saw that woman that she thought well it must be someone so then when they got into the car she you know she said to my dad you did see that woman as we walked in at the top of the stairs 
and he was adamant that there was absolutely nobody in there. Um, and she said, well, we're not buying that house. And dad was a bit annoyed because he really liked it. And so did mum. But <laughs> no, they, she said, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to. We'll give that one a miss. Yeah, I think I'd have given that a wide berth. I mean, the fact that you said Liverpool, I'd have given it a wide berth anyway. But I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I absolutely love Liverpool. Um, uh, I mean, I was I was there a few weeks ago um, at a hotel called the Adelphi. And I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's it's quite yeah, it's quite um, it's quite famous. It used to be I can't say how old it is because I can't quite remember. It used to be like very list celebrities and like stars would stay there, and it was a real high end place. And they've really let it get run down now. Um, I think it's like three star, and it's a bit run down. But it's worth going just because of the it's, it's so beautiful, um, and also meant to be really haunted. But um, I sadly didn't see anything this time, or or hear anything, or feel anything. <laughs> I do like I do like me haunted buildings. So yep. yeah, yeah. Well, but but Liverpool is uh, meant to be. Thank you very, very much good for, for um, coming on and sharing your tales. Um, thank you for having me. The house itself, I mean, I mean, it's obviously if it's great, it's a grade one building. It should still be standing, is it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, and again, like you say, you can't really do too much to them buildings. You know, they've probably still got a lot of the old features will still be there because they just don't let you touch them, do they? No. So, no. And no. For those of you in America who, who don't know, we have listed buildings. I don't know if they have listed buildings in America, but, you know, we have that. There are certain types of buildings, anything from farmyards. We've got a dock building at Grimsby yeah. that's absolutely falling to it's bits. Falling down, yeah. The you know, there's no roof on it, all the structure's gone and but it's grade one on grade one listed, they can't touch it. Yeah. So it's it, you know, we have buildings like that that they just fall into disrepute and and there's nothing that can but be done about historical them. so so they won't touch some, them. Yeah. So somebody for have a grade one building that people are living in means that it it's extremely old. It's got some serious history behind it. So, mm. yeah. I, I mean, are we allowed to put the the picture that you sent? Are we allowed to put that onto the group? Or yeah, 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 by all yeah. Means. yeah. So, obviously, for those of you listening, we are going to put a picture up, and you know, you can see this house. And and to be honest, it just looks like a quaint little farmhouse. It doesn't look anything out of the ordinary that you'd see in a British countryside. You know, most people probably have an idea of what a British cottage looks like. Yeah. I would say it's... But, but then if I drove past it, I would think that's probably haunted. No, I don't think I would. I don't think, I I'd, think, I I would. Don't think I'd give it a second look. You know, it's a beautiful a beautiful building, absolutely gorgeous. But I would say it, it's similar to majority of British farm, you know, yeah, those yeah, type of houses. Sort of um, I don't think I'd go and go, oh, yeah, that's definitely haunted. But I, I would. I certainly wouldn't have spent more than a night in it after <laughs> after <laughs> yeah. that. But and and I've just remembered the owner did actually, and we were only kids at the time, like I say, when we moved in. But she did say to us, and I, I don't know if she was winding us up, but she said, if you if you go three steps up on the stairs, there's that's the warm stair. If you ever want to warm up, it's really warm on that step. Always really warm. And I remember thinking that's a strange thing to say. But she always used to say, if you stand on the third step, it's always really warm. And what was and it? Thought, did, did you try? Um, I, yeah, I did, but um, I can't say I thought it was warm. But I mean, there must be a reason why she said that. Yeah, could be the water pipe just runs through that step. <laughs> Maybe. Be something really yeah. simple, but yeah, or it, it yeah. could be where like 
fucking third step demon yeah that could be the demon <laughs> step you know yeah but, oh, no, it's, it's i'd like to see that pantry though with all the you know the food in there from, from oh Colorado. it was incredible that sounds like my yeah it was just, kind of like that. it was just shelves the whole thing was just shelves with obviously cupboards underneath of just jars of food and food in packets and, and the old tins some of it dated before the war yeah yeah we had to get order a skip to just and that didn't even touch the sides you know clearing clearing stuff out um and same with the furniture you know when you had the furniture i'd love to have gone up there and just see if like you could see like the trails and the dust yeah and things like that you know yeah but like yeah. Said, the staircase you know, i probably would now back then obviously i was but um yeah if that happened to me now i'd i'd, I'd be very curious hmm. it was um yeah strange first thing in the morning as well very strange yeah, it does seem a bit yeah. weird to sort of have that stuff during the daytime. I know, no. I get, I know, yeah, I know. It just, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm quite new to this, this paranormal. I've, I've had my own experiences and things like that, but I'm quite new to this sort of idea. And to think that you always think it happens at night, don't you? Do you know what I mean? You just that ghosts yeah. nighttime, you know. And then that's probably Hollywood that's done that, but you do have this tendency to think that all of these things that happen are happening at nighttime and. You know, there's a prime example of something yeah. quite freaky, or very freaky actually, and it's and it's happening the first thing in the morning. You know, when the sun's up, so that throws a different yep. wheel out there, doesn't it, for people? So yeah, and and normally things sort of would scare me at nighttime. You know, even in this house I'm in now, as things noises can scare me at nighttime, but in the day, nothing. But like I said, it, that house, even in the daytime, it, it petrified me. Um, mm. It was just very spooky all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds fun. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it would be nice to go there. Yeah, I think, I think I'd go and I'd, I want to see the third floor. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, I often just... wonder if, I mean, I'd imagine they've made something of it now if they can. Um, I would have thought but, so. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing, but yeah, you thank you. Can't really you. go and knock on the door and ask, though, can you? Not really. No. 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 Bit mad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. people would be very happy about that. No. <laughs> but yeah, but what can you do? But yeah, again, you know, thank you very much for for sharing the uh, the stories, and you know, there must be a lot of people listening must have had similar experiences, you know. I don't think that these paranormal things are as uncommon as we like, as we sort of think. No. Um, obviously, the ridicule side of things stops people from, yes, from majorly talking about it. But maybe they happen a bit more, and not just not just paranormal, but you know, like the cryptid things and you know, UFO. I mean, UFOs are like we were talking about this the other day, but UFOs are quite commonplace now. Uh, most people will will have seen something strange. Um, but again, we're no close to sort of unraveling the mystery of what goes sour are we and, mm, yeah know, that, that does make well I, I know i'm going a bit off topic i'm sure you can edit this out because it's it's actually a ufo related thing but um I, it was in this house right and i was um for some weird reason i have this thing i just on a clear night i sleep with my curtains open because I, I can see the stars and i just love I it so i was just and i struggled to sleep so i was just looking at the sky like that and i saw this light and it was really bright and it was going up really, really slowly. And I thought it was a drone. I just, but, but I was a bit, I was intrigued though. I thought, mm, perfectly straight line going right up as far as I could see. So I put my head against the window and then it went almost like over the house. So I couldn't 
see it anymore and I thought nothing more of it and I carried on looking out the window and then really quickly like shooting star speed it came back down I mean I'm assuming it was the same thing because it was the exact same size the exact same brightness came down really quickly and I mean not as if it was just falling like it was there was power behind it it looked it was shooting and it went straight down to behind the tree line until I couldn't see it anymore. So I, I assume it was the same light I'd seen. But, and I thought, I've never seen anything like that. And I, I, I mean, there could be a logical explanation. I don't know much about, there could be something out there that, I don't know, type of drone or something. But I found it very, very odd. And I told my friend and she she was a bit freaked out. But I said, how weird is that? The one one of the nights I choose to look out, you know, the window and, and I would just, and that happened within minutes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, myself, I, I mean, I was drawn to the window one one time and I saw a shooting star and it was really weird because, again, I sleep with the, wind, the curtains open. But this is when I was about maybe 12, 12, 13, something like that. I mean, we're still in bump beds, probably probably more like 25. <laughs> but uh, we're still in bump beds, so um must have been about that age, maybe even younger. But for whatever reason, I woke up and I was drawn to the window um, and I walked to the window and I saw this really bright shooting star um, not similar to what you saw but it, I mean this was a shooting star and I thought you know was I meant to see that was there a reason why you know I just woke up in the middle of the night and went to the window when you does that but yeah. um, but then as I turned my head there was a, a being sat on the roof um, so you know maybe Ooh. I don't know if I don't know if the, the shooting star was a coincidence and it was the being that woke me up um, but the only way I described it at the time, because the only way I could describe it to my friends what I saw was remember Shredder from the Turtles movie. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a, a creature. It was hunched over, and it was obviously looking. And I couldn't see. I couldn't make out its features of its face. I could only make out its eyes, and it looked like Shredder's helmet. Do you know what I mean? It was. Yeah. And I was trying to explain to my friends, and I just seen Shredder, but it was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but. But again, you know, it's like you said, you know, I was drawn to the window. This thing was there. I mean, is, yeah. is it coincidence? But then but then you ask yourself how often they know these things there and we're not looking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I suppose we don't spend a lot of time looking at the sky generally, do we? I mean, no. there'll be a lot we miss. Absolutely. But, I was thinking um, to do one the other day. Like if you spend a couple of hours, I know it's a bit sad, but if you spend a couple of hours just looking at the night sky, you'll see something weird. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, haven't they come out with some sort of statement, NASA, about about aliens or? Well, the uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the Pentagon in um, 2020, they just did, they just basically admit. No, no, it was 2020. Was it? Yeah, I only remember because the year it was the year that Donald Trump lost the election, and you would have thought that if it wasn't for Donald Trump that year, NASA telling everyone that aliens exist would have been the biggest news of the year. But America in absolute turmoil happens to be the biggest news of the year. But yeah. it was, yeah, they, I mean, they just basically just came out and went, oh, yeah, these things exist and we can't do anything about it. And you're like, okay, is that it? You know, yeah, but there's a, why is this not being... There's a big difference. I, I've only heard about this recently, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's been yeah, out no, I've, tried to, I've tried to Google it and I can't find anything really that tells well, me. I'll send you some stuff to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About yeah. you, though, I, mean. but, um, yeah. I, I just, I just watched the um, the latest American Horror Story. <laughs> such a dick. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. 
Yeah. Uh, Have another drink, Lee. Carry Control on. yourself. It's okay until you started laughing. Um, I just finished the the American Horror Story, the most recent series, and it, it's it's. I don't know if you ever watch it, but it's I, about. I've not seen the newest really? series. So the newest one, it basically, um, I think it was set back in when Roosevelt was president. Um, oh, yeah, but it, right. it it was on about. It's basically just you know like they do telling us everything in plain sight about Area Fifty One and everything. But it's yes, you should watch it. It's good. We're yeah, going to yeah. do that, aren't we? We're going to do the because um, was it Roosevelt or? I mean, Reagan as well. I'm having both of them, actually. It was meant to have met with aliens. Oh, I know Reagan that's, was. That's, that's in the series. Yeah. They do. They meet and they sign a, they sign a, um, like yeah, a like treaty a, to yeah. say that you can abduct so many humans. Yeah. Um, in exchange you for technology. technology. Yeah. yeah. And then they're doing it under the White House and he wasn't happy with it. So he said, mm. look, you need, I'm going to designate you a bit of land. And it's in, is it mm. Arizona? Yeah. Is that where he, yeah, it's out. Yeah, and, and he said, um, I'll call it Area 51 and you can have it. And yeah, just strange that they would put it in a series. And well, well, they, they're very close to the wind, aren't they? That um, American horror story, some of the stuff they've the, done. Like Rono. They did, um, they did the, the voodoo one that was freaky. And then they did, um, oh god, I can't remember her name. Um, she was a slave owner in New Orleans and she just used to torture her slaves. Oh, Madam. Yes. Yeah. Delphine. Delphine. Uh, yeah. 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 She, she was. Oh, but she was real. Like, I know, yeah. But I'm going to, I'm going to cover an episode on her. Then we'll do I'm going to do an episode on her. I'll have to watch that. Um, Cause I have watched a lot of the other ones and I did like them. Yeah, they are good. They are good. What was the first one? Was yeah. that the circus one? No. The freak show. No, the freak show was the third, I think. The first was one was the haunted house. house. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I remember is that the girl with Down syndrome going, "You're gonna die in there." And just, <laughs> that stuck with me. I mean, we used to do that. We, 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 we don't have to edit that because that's what she sounds like. Um, the I, but we used to do it. I used to go past <laughs> past houses with a missus, and I go, "You're gonna die in there." <laughs> so shut up. It's good. But no, that oh, that brilliant. that uh, Roosevelt thing. No, that. And I think Reagan as well. That, that is meant to have happened in actual mm. reality. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy the things they put in films, isn't it? Mm. Whether it's true. Well, we're going to do it. What we're going to do the? I would love to know if that if uh, I mean who was it? It was a Canadian, a Canadian guy. Hell um, yeah. Yeah, and he said, you know, that he came oh. out and in Dera Congress or whatever they call it, and he just said. You know, there there are aliens. They're I think here. It was disclosure that he was at. Well, I don't know what it is, yeah. but he said there are there are aliens that exist. They're on the planet now. He said they're here. Some of them work in the government. He said, you know, they're here. And then you've not really heard anything from him since. I know he's been about. There's been a couple of series on him and like yeah. Prime or whatever. But he was, you know, he was in a position of authority. So it's it's almost mm-hmm. like I mean, if Boris Johnson came out and said it, you just go, you're just a drunk, but. Mm-hmm. At least when it's someone who has the same, <laughs> a, a little bit of authority, I think you probably... Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Went a bit off topic there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all interesting. It is, yeah. It is, definitely. And who knows, it all could be relevant. Mm. Never know. Yeah. <laughs> does it does it make you more religious or, or not than seeing all these things? Um, I'd never... I've said I'm particularly religious, so... No, me neither. I really struggle with it. I mean, 
I, I like I think a faith is is good um and I think sometimes people need it and I kind of wish I was a, a bit more into religion but I I just struggle with faith a little bit um I don't know I mean the, the whole thing confuses me really because obviously I would assume a priest performs an exorcism so then then you would you would think well they obviously they're acknowledging that there's spirits and an afterlife by doing that um yeah so I don't really know it's a very blurred line isn't it yeah and sometimes they'll say they're actually sort of exercising the um the person rather than necessarily yeah. a ghost if you like but but it depends who you talk to but obviously we have baptism as well and that's kind of the same thing um mm. you know where you sort of i got no time for modern religions no but it's like seeing these weird things sometimes it, um, that's why i asked the question because sometimes people go you know there's got to be more to this than this but you know for me it was the opposite and like uh like you said there it was it was kind of like yeah it didn't really make me more religious it made me sort of less not less i couldn't be any more less religious but mm, yeah it, it mm. didn't it didn't have that some people it does it has a profound effect on them where they go oh you know this is see i would say things like this were that you know stories like this where you talk i mean and i would include the alien side to things as well um you know anyone who knows me um i'm pagan so where I would say, so don't roll your fucking eyes just because you're not religious. But if you, a lot of these things you can link to, to paganism more than you can to modern religion. So I tend to lean more that way. That's so real then. Yeah. 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 I would, I would go that far as saying it's real. Yeah. There are various realms and things like that that all yeah. exist. I mean, I, th- I don't think you, you can have a, you know, there's, a light without a dark can you there has to mm. be you know if there's demons and satan and things there has to be something godly yeah. doesn't there surely um and i've always liked the idea of angels and things i just struggle with sort of working it all out to be honest um, yeah but i find it very interesting yeah it is yeah. but again you know like i said the- Thank you for coming on and sharing. And and hopefully, like I say, there's other people out there that have come across some of this and, you know, they'll be uh, more happy to share after hearing your tales. So, yeah, I hope so. Thank you for having me. It's been our pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you and good night. Good night. Well, we hope you enjoyed that interview and thank you again to Natalie for coming on tonight. Uh, If you've had a strange experience that you'd like to share with us, then like I said before, the email is supernaturalpod at gmail.com. As you may have gathered, our microphones are playing up. I did post this on our Facebook group. Uh, If you can help us out, we do have a GoFundMe tip jar. So if if everyone listening can put a shilling in there, then obviously we'll be able to get some great mics. Um, there is other ways to help us out. People want to donate via PayPal, uh, those sorts of things. So if you want to do that, contact us. But other than that, go to the description. You'll find the tip jar in there. And like I say, if you can drop a shilling in there, bloody hell, we'll be grateful. Uh, thank you very much for being here tonight. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. 
but there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back.